sometimes I read a book like okay. classic literature because yeah. um, I've always been a super nerd at heart. Uh, a lot of people like swear by music, but to me, it's more like in the background and I'm just kind of focused and looking forward to what I have to do. I know a lot of people that they change like their mentality. Um, they'll start thinking like, I'm going to go wreck this person and all that. I've never been a person that did that because to me, like, this is what I love to do. This is my job. It should be fun for you. If it's not fun for you, don't do it. Yeah. So every time I get out there, like, you know, the fight is my reward, the whole build up to the fight. That's the hard work, everything, like the weight cuts, the training, the three a days, the constant, like shark tanks. That's so hard. That pushes me so then by the time it's fight day I'm like in the best mood ever like nothing can touch me that day because I'm like yes this is what I work for you know you crave the battle not the glory like every time I walk into the cage that's my reward uh, Samantha you're a professional MMA fighter two division champ warrior and much much more thank you for your time I appreciate it Thank you so much for having me. I like to go back with my shows. Like, where did you grow up and what was childhood like for you? Um, I grew up in Miami. So okay. sometimes uh, we always joke like Sammy Miami would come out because I used to fight a lot, but I had no idea what I was doing. So I was like awesome. breaking bones in my hands and different things like that. Um, went off to college and decided I wanted to be a full-time fighter and then just started training for that. Come on. What was the reaction from your friends and your family when you're like, yeah, I want to go step in the cage and actually do this? Um, my parents were really against it at first I have <laughs> so I'm a triplet I have two brothers oh, wow. um, one of my brothers he's a professional artist he's super talented there's probably like some stuff in the background yeah uh, back there and stuff nice. where he does a lot of jujitsu paintings and things like that and then my other brother is like jacked so they were like yeah he's gonna be the fighter and the jacked <laughs> brother of course is like I don't want to hurt anybody like he's a sweetheart so I was like oh that's me let me let me hurt people um, so they were against it at first and then they saw me fight and saw how dedicated I was and that I had potential. Now they have like, they have shirts with my face on them. When COVID happened, they got masks with my face on them. Like they're, on. they're all for it now. Oh, that's unbelievable. I mean, before you went pro, you, your last semi fight, you won the cage Warriors Adam weight championship. Congratulations, by the way. What Thank was that you. moment like for you? And then why did you decide that that was it? That was the time for you to go pro? Um, so I'm not going to lie. I really wanted to win that fight because Dan Mergliata was the rush. And I was like, I want him to hold my hand. Yeah. Like I'm, I've always looked up to him. So I was really excited to fight in front of him. Yeah. And I just felt so good that day. I went out there and I, like, I think I finished in like just over a minute. Right. Um, and I was, it was my 11th fight and I was like, I want to go pro. And they were like, all right, let's see if anything else is coming up first. And then I did a kickboxing fight right after, like two weeks after that and won that. And they were like, okay, you can go pro now. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, and you make your pro debut against very tough decision. Chelsea Legrasse out there in October and showcase MMA. Um, all fighters lose at some point. You didn't win that via decision there. But when you do lose, like, what do you like to do? Do you want to get back in the cage, review the tape, or take a break? Like, what's kind of your routine after you, after those losses? Um, study everything I did in the fight, fix everything I did in the fight, and immediately do it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, just get back in there and be like, no, I'm going to absolutely, like, destroy the next one. And whenever that's happened – um, cause win or lose all my fights are exciting. And whenever totally. it hasn't gone in my favor, uh, my next fight is usually absolutely brutal. <laughs> like yeah. I changed a complete 180. Come on. I love it. Love it. You know what? And then as a fighter, like, especially with social media and stuff like that, there's always like haters and trolls everywhere. You know, have you had to deal with that? And if so, like, how do you get over that or through that? Um, so I don't get it too much anymore because 
people realized it didn't work on me. Yeah. Uh, there was like a fight poster a few years ago where uh, all my opponent's fans were like, oh, beat that dude's ass. Like she looks like a man and all this stuff. And I read those comments and everybody was like, oh, don't be upset. And I was like, upset. Like I'm 105 pounds. I've always wanted to be big. Like this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. So I started this whole like BDE movement, like big dick energy. Um, yeah. I get dick stuff sent to me all the time. Oh my like, gosh. Like emojis. <laughs> I have like stickers with a, an eggplant emoji and a crown on top. Yeah. Um, I've all these shirts, all these shorts, and anything that basically has a reference to like BDE. I get tagged and stuff all the time. So uh, nobody ever really trolls me anymore because I guess they realize like, oh, well, that didn't work. Right. Oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, what is the backstage ritual for you? Like, do you ever get nervous or scared before you walk out? Or do you have anything that you do every time before you walk out to a fight? Um, sometimes I read a book, like okay. classic literature. Yeah. Um, Cause I've always been a super nerd at heart. Uh, a lot of people like swear by music, but to me, it's more like in the background and I'm just kind of focused and looking forward to what I have to do. I know a lot of people that they change like their mentality. Um, they'll start thinking like, I'm going to go wreck this person and all that. I've never been a person that did that because to me, like, this is what I love to do. This is my job. It should be fun for you. If it's not fun for you, don't do it. Yeah. So every time I get out there, like, you know, the fight is my reward, the whole build up to the fight. That's the hard work, everything like the weight cuts, the training, the three a days, the constant like shark tanks, that's so hard that pushes me. So then by the time it's fight day, I'm like in the best mood ever. Like nothing can touch me that day. Cause I'm like, yes, this is what I work for. You know, you crave the battle, not the glory. Like every time I walk into the cage, that's my reward. He just fired me up with that, man. I got like chills on my neck. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Like, how did you get the nickname Wolf Queen? Um, so my last name is Seth in Hebrew. Okay. I'm full-blooded Jew what up okay. and uh it means wolf and um I always the Miami and me I'd always be like yes queen and like say stuff like that yeah um so everybody's like oh wolf queen and then it started up at the gym and then once it started going around to other gyms everybody was like is that your fight name and I was like I guess it is and uh it's cool I got like a cool logo my brother the artist he designed my logo it's tattooed on my body it's like yeah with the crown so it's a, it's a spectacular logo for sure. You know, for us fans, like when can we expect to see you back in the cage? Do you have anything lined up? Uh, so I've been in some talks with a few different promotions and I have my heart set on like this really big up and coming uh, possible deal in the future. Okay. I'm not allowed to like comment on anything just yet, but yeah. like uh, I've never been a person to dream small. Like I'm already a small person. So everything I do is big and huge. BDE. Uh, so yeah. Um, I'm making sure that whatever I put my career into is going to be something that people will recognize me and notice me by not again, just because I want people to know who I am from fame, but I want people to know who I am because I want to make a difference. I want to fight, use that platform and like do something in the world. I've never been a person to just sit by and like let things happen. Man, I love that mentality for sure, man. Keep changing the world. I love it. Love it. Like, how do you prefer folks to get in touch with you? Do you, do you prefer them to get like through your website or through Instagram? Like what's the best way for folks to contact, connect and follow you on that? Um, I have people that reached me mostly through either Instagram or my Facebook page, okay. uh, Wolf Queen MMA on Instagram, the Wolf Queen MMA page on Facebook, different things like that. I write for a few different magazines and publications. I keep a blog so people can reach me through those different outlets and venues as well. I'm always trying to put myself out there through that. Um, and I'll pretty much always have time to reply to people. I make time. Yeah. 
Love that. Hey, I wanted to shift to some fun questions. I've got these things. They're called pod decks. Essentially, there's random questions. I'm going to pull one out here and hopefully it's not a flop here, but we'll, we'll see how it goes here. <laughs> I, I don't make things floppy, so nice. it'll be good. All right, let's grab one here. It says, if you had someone following you around all the time, what would you have them do? Um, bring me food. Okay. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes when you're like hungry. And I, I meal prep, so I always have stuff ready and yeah. prepared for me. So it's never like a huge deal anyway. But just to like, I'm a small person. I have to carry a lot of things around. So if I had just extra <laughs> hands to like hand it to me um, and also like driving, I freaking hate driving, man. Like that's all you want to do when you're younger. Yeah. Like now I'd rather just like sit in the car and have somebody drive me everywhere. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, you probably have a lot more traffic over there where you're at compared to where I'm at. Like I've been working from home since 2015. And I think combined between my wife's vehicle and mine, we put like 6,500, 6,500 miles on it per year. Like we just don't drive. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm with yeah, you. Like, I, I, I travel all the time to train <laughs> like hours at a time. I never, you know, I have a close gym, but I travel so much, get different looks. Um, like after this interview today, I'm drive three hours to there's some local MMA fights that I'm commentating on. They asked me to do the commentary. So I'll be doing that this That's weekend. Awesome. But of course, while I'm in town over there, I'm going to get some training in. So yeah, yeah. going a little early and train. You showed some of your tattoos there. What, how many tattoos do you have? Um, oh, I have a lot. My arm is like a full MMA and jujitsu sleeve, like all my my gym logos, like yeah. from all of the professors. Um, I have my belt colors. I'm a brown belt. So it has like up to brown on resilient here. That's when I had like my ACL and knee and everything done. They didn't think I would be able to be an athlete after that. This was years ago. Obviously yeah. I, I uh, proved that wrong. I have right. my gym logo right here. Um, Wolf queen on my knuckles. I have like brass knuckles across my rib cage. Um, I actually have a tattoo appointment next week. I'm going to get our gym motto, not all family is blood, down my shin. So come on. That's awesome. I'm a music guy. So I love to ask the question, like, what's the favorite type of music for you? Or do you have a favorite band that you like to listen to? Um, so it kind of depends. When I'm sparring and like getting ready to train, I listen to, um, I guess people call it like Ratchet Miami music because it gets my feet moving. So <laughs> nice. I'm never allowed to pick the music at the gym because okay. they say like, a, like Cardi B Waffle come on just because it comes on that station. I didn't pick it. It just comes on that station. Um, so I kind of got banned from the gym stereo. Okay. So like uh, John, like my um, partner, he owns the gym and he always plays like a lot of clutch. Um, so which is good sparring music too. So I'll totally. allow that to happen. And then uh, Trevor, one of the older guys at the gym, his playlist sucks. So okay. <laughs> that's awesome. He's going to listen to this and get so mad at me. Right. Well, uh, speaking of that, I wanted to give you an opportunity to give a shout out to coaches, teammates, gym, sponsors, anything like that. The, the camera's all yours. Um, yeah, for sure. So John Shell, obviously, he's my main jujitsu instructor. He's my partner. He's a um, former world champion, black belt, and he puts up with my uh, crotchety attitude. So like, kudos to him. And then um, I adore my coaches. I have Josh Robinson. He's one of my Muay Thai striking coaches. I even have a tattoo for him because his nickname was Short Stack. So I have like pancakes on my wrists. It's a little Short Stack. Um, and he's helped my uh, striking come so far. Like when he moved to the area, I begged him to be my coach. And now he's like part of the family. Um, my other striking coach, Trevor Hayes, who I'm doing commentary with this weekend, he works with me like three to four days a week. Um, I trained with him this morning. And uh, I can't thank him enough for that. And that gym, Knuckle Up, it's another gym that I get to go to. And all the guys there have helped me. I have a strength and conditioning coach, Cricket, who um, I absolutely hate because it's a lot of cardio. Okay. And uh, But 
I've worked with him for years and he, he really knows what he's doing. Um, and then of course, like the lineage of my professors, John's professor, Rubal Carioca, and uh, his professor, Joe Marrero, who's like a legend, was in like the first couple of UFCs. He's a red and white belt, which is um, pretty rare. He'll actually be in town doing a big promotion ceremony next week. We get to see him like once a year. So um, it's really nice having that long history of like jujitsu and then the Muay Thai as well. Yeah. So cool. Samantha, such an honor to have you on my show. I love your, I like your mindset, love your story. So cool, man. Keep changing the world. And so appreciate taking the time out of your day to, to jump on a call with me. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. Thank you so much for watching the show today. I appreciate it. If you could please leave a rating and review on our Apple podcast. The link is down below. That helps us get our message out, get the show out, helps us get ranked out there on the Apple podcast. Also leave a comment below, man. I'd love to know what part of this show made the most impact on you. I respond to every comment on there and please share this video, whether you're watching on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, please share it out. We want to make sure that we impact as many people as we can with the guests that come on my show and highlight those guests and what they've got going on and they're changing the world. So thank you so much for the time. So appreciate it. Have an awesome day.